Mind Over Millennial contains explicit content that may not be suitable for all listeners. All views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the creators of Mind Over Millennial. The creators are not licensed healthcare, finance, or life professionals. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Mind Over Millennial. My name is Lauren. And my name is Tess. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to do something fun. We're going to play Never Have I Ever for yeah. you guys. Uh, going to see if we can get any stories out of this. Yeah. So, I mean, any, any business, Tess? Anything you want to share with everybody? Oh, tell I mean, everybody about I, your competition. I started, I started to say, I kind of have some pretty big news here. Yeah, <laughs> tell everybody about the competition. Um, I had my second super fight for a jiu-jitsu. Still no striking. I like my face. It ranged the way that it is. So we try not to rearrange the face. Um, it's a cute and, face. Oh, thanks. You're so sweet. Um, and so I drove six hours down to South Padre. Jordan went with me. Thank you, Jordan, for being my road trip buddy. Um, and we went down there and I won in two minutes and 22 seconds by armbar. And then we drove six hours back. <laughs> you won. So- <laughs> it was it was overall a wonderful outcome and the next fight that I get will be a tile match which means if I win I get the big you know black leather belt with the gold shit on it and Ooh. I know kind of cool right um and my coach has told me that he's probably going to uh promote me if I get a title at the level that I'm currently at and so it's it's kind of a big milestone to work towards so we're two-thirds of the way na- there now um <laughs> Yay! So it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm I'm glad she tapped. I didn't I didn't want to pop another elbow out of socket. Um, yeah, that's, that's not the goal. It's not could the goal. Imagine. Like winning the competition is the goal, but like we we really want everybody to walk away and go to work tomorrow, not feeling broken and decrepit. And actually being broken and decrepit. So yes, I I think I did like take an elbow or something to the eye though because I was trying to put my makeup on uh, that night when we got back and like it was bruised um, yeah. kind of on the brow bone and I was like I don't even remember getting I don't know if it was in the competition or if it was in practice like I have no idea what happened but yeah we kind of do get broken sometimes. Well, I am very proud of you for one not breaking anybody and yes. uh, two winning. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And how are you, my dear? 
I'm good. Uh, I came down to Florida to celebrate my brother's 30th birthday. We threw him Ooh. a surprise party. And by we, I mean his wonderful girlfriend, Noah, uh, set up an entire surprise party for him. And it was really cool. Uh, I know you don't watch Letter Kenny, but if we have any friends or friends, <laughs> if we have any listeners, you're all friends anyways. <laughs> if you have anybody that listens to uh, watches Letter Kenny, it's a TV show about a small town in Canada and they have this thing called a super soft birthday party for one of the characters and uh, that's the type of party that she decided to throw for him and it was pretty pretty on brand pretty funny lots of pink lots of unicorns Um, she got balloons that were like full of lines from the show and stuff and it was it was really cute Uh, we got him a smoker and then he came home to the surprise party and then we made him cook for everybody. So we're going to go ahead and get right into the game. Got, I've got a list of questions, a few different uh, categories, and we'll see if it sparks any fun stories. Mm-hmm. I imagine it will. I oh, I'm sure. One of these is going to, and I don't like the smile on your face. It's terrifying me. <laughs> my smiles are always terrifying. It's just part of me. Oh my God. That's not what I meant. Anyways, that's the first question. Uh, never have I ever stolen anything from a restaurant. I think, oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have. It was a complete accident. Um, and it's something that's really stupid. So, uh, when I was in college and, uh, all of my friends wanted to go somewhere, like I was the only person that was in college at the time, I think. And uh, my friends wanted to go to Daytona. So we took a trip to Daytona and um, we went to this seafood restaurant and I accidentally stole the little cracky thingies for the- Oh yeah, the crab crack things. Yeah. (laughs) I accidentally, accidentally, they got in my, um, because I had leftover crab because like this was when I was at my tiniest ever. Mm -hmm. So I didn't finish my food. So I had- I had leftovers and I accidentally ended up taking the crab cracker with me. That's really funny. What about you? Because I know there are people that like steal like, like one of... Whataburger numbers. Well, Whataburger numbers is one of them, but like, um, like the hot sauce from Chipotle, like just the Tabasco. Like I have friends that legitimately will just like take the Tabasco sauce and put it in their purse and it's just like dude like you you can go to the store this isn't special <laughs> that's odd um I the only thing I can remember stealing off the top of my head um is a margarita glass from Texas Roadhouse and the reason is because um they're currently letting you take alcohol outside to wait uh, because of COVID and everything. So mm-hmm. like you can go up to the bar, you can get your margarita and then you're supposed to go wait in your car. So I did that, but I was waiting in my friend's car and we were, there was like five of us crammed in this car, listening to music and having a great time waiting for our food. And I finished my margarita and I was just like, I don't like, what do I do with the glass? And I set it down in her back seat. <laughs> I forgot it. <laughs> so there's this gigantic margarita glass. Plus, just a huge ass glass. I, love I mean, that. they're they're gigantic. It's like as big as my forearm. These things are huge. 
and it's just hanging out in her back seat. I don't even know if she ever took it out of her car. Like for all I know, <laughs> still in there. Um, yeah. So I love that. I love also, that so just I love the fact that Texas said we can't have people waiting inside for COVID, but we will encourage them to drink in their cars while they wait. Ideally. Because to go to go yeah. alcohol only became a thing in Texas from restaurants after COVID. So I think that's true in most places too. Like in apparently Florida legislature just passed a law where uh they're keeping that. So like it's not just a like post COVID. I, I think Abbott did too. Uh I think Love he it. said just like this is gonna be a thing now, which I mean I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> you know, but until everybody gets, you know, more drunk driving charges. But. Well, okay. Yes, solid point. Don't drink and drive. I just, I'm talking about waiting and then going into the restaurant and like eating your food. Oh yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I thought that you could always do, I thought there were beer barns where you could like do drive-through drinks in Texas oh, anyway, yeah. before COVID. That is true. Um, those are kind of glorified gas stations. You couldn't really do liquor to go anywhere. Ah, okay. That was kind of what changed. Like restaurants didn't have licensure to do to-go drinks and liquor mm-hmm. was never a to-go thing. Um, speaking of drinks, I had possibly the best sidecar I've ever had last night, which is probably my all-time favorite cocktail. Um, mm. I went to, I think it's called Three Forks in downtown oh, yeah. Austin. Really nice steakhouse. And yeah got a sidecar and the bartender was so sweet. She had the most beautiful platinum blonde hair I'd ever seen. I was like, babe, your hair is amazing because I know how long it takes to get hair that color. I was like, I'm guessing two years. And she was like, yep, just about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's, a, it's a commitment. And she's like, please try your drink. Cause this one's the one that gets sent back the most. And I tasted it and I was like, it's delicious. Why would I send it back? And she's like, well, most people, if they haven't had cognac, they taste it. And they're like, Oh, this isn't good. I'm like, no, this is a perfect sidecar. She's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm quite aware. It's just other people cannot appreciate my genius <laughs> is actually what <laughs> me, she said. Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, never have I ever been thrown up on. No, Lauren. I don't think I've ever been thrown up on, but I have thrown up on somebody else and I'm not sharing that story on here because that wasn't the question. <laughs> no, it wasn't the question. It might be in a minute. No, just kidding. Cause you can't see the list. So I'll just make the next question. That is true. You do. You own the list right now. So <laughs> I won't make you tell the story on the podcast. It's okay. Um, I don't think I've ever been thrown up on. Yeah, I think that if I if I had been thrown up on, I feel like I would have thrown up on another person anyways, but that wasn't my story regardless. So Yeah. Gonna, we're gonna let I mean, that one die out. <laughs> if I have been thrown up on, it was like when I was babysitting and it was just spit up kind of thing. So oh, I'm not yeah, really no, counting that doesn't that. No, that doesn't count. Babies th- babies throw up. Like it, no. I'm talking I'm thinking human like human like drunk like, human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like babies aren't humans. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm no. thinking like an adult or like teenager, but yeah, no. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, never have I ever had to run to save my life. Ooh, that's a good one. That's scary. Um, beyond any dreams, I don't think I have either. I mean, I don't have any. The, the one thing that I kind of can think of is, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I almost got kidnapped, but even still, I didn't run away. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, 
what the hell is going on here? Um, and anyway, I feel like my fight or flight response is really messed up. Like, I feel like if I had to run away from anything, like, I would just probably, like, pass out. Like, I don't think that I would be able to actually oh <laughs> run away <laughs> oh from anything. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm taking you to jujitsu the next time you're down here. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. I'm I'm not gonna it, lie, like, but it is a lot of fun. But yeah, I I think my my adrenal my initial adrenal response would just be like not not fight or flight, but just straight faint and just be done for like for a, a minute. Goat, just like boop. yeah, I'd I'd come back, you know. But I don't. I feel like that would be it. What about you? Um, I kind of have a similar experience. Uh, there's one time in particular I can think of where like my life was definitely in danger, but I didn't run away. It was more like talking through a situation, finding the person that was coming type deal. Right. Um, maneuvering a situation rather. Yeah. Yeah. Not like straight up. Like I'm going to just hoof it out of here. No. Yeah. I mean, I think like in an active shooter situation, it might be, you know, drop to the ground and or run away, but like, you know, never been in that. And thankfully, like, thankfully haven't and knock on wood probably won't ever. But yeah, I think that's the only thing I could imagine myself like running, running from. Yeah. I I did an active shooter simulation um, when we were doing uh, RA training in college. And that was a really interesting experience that was they, they did it and we were training for the college campus. And then, um, they also brought in all of the local municipality, EMS, fire, police, like we had everybody on site and it was the training for not only the college, uh, response team, but also the emergency response team for the city and County. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really well done. Belton news covered it, like all this kind oh, of nice. stuff. And we got to be the hostages, um, lucky you. So yeah, no, I know. Uh, basically it was like, we're going to terrify you to teach you not to panic. And I met a good friend of mine that way because he had a panic attack sitting next to me and I had to like hold his hand and be like, babe, I got you. It's okay. Like we can, we can do this. Um, yeah. Not imagine it being real. Cause that would be no, I know. Yeah. And I mean, this guy came in with like basically what looked to be sawed off shotgun kind of thing that was pump action and he had blanks and kept firing it. And like, it was, Oh, so it was pretty legit. Oh yeah. It was extremely, extremely legit. And I don't know it. I thought it was a really cool experience. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the robot over here was just sitting there analyzing everything, being like, this is wrong. This wouldn't happen. Uh, you did this wrong. <laughs> and then I'm sitting next to the kid that's sweating and crying, having a panic attack. Criticizing the police on their job. Literally, well, no, not the police, because I couldn't see them. I could only see, like, the guy and then the RDs that were supposed to be, like, the hostage negotiator kind of style thing. Uh, they're supposed to be first line of response and then the RAs were supposed to be second line of response if we had active shooters in the housing or the classroom and so I'm just sitting there like well this doesn't happen and why did you so yeah it's okay I I didn't say anything I kept it to myself um yeah no I fully get that entirely um, have you ever been never have I ever a little bit of them never have I ever been to a strip club no, no, I have not either. I I imagine that like I would want to go to like a really high class like Washington DC one. Mm-hmm. Like if I were ever to go to one, 
but it's never been a thing where I'm like, yeah, I need to go to a strip club or like I really would enjoy it. Like it's just mm-hmm. like if I were to do the experience, I would want to go to one that like, you know, presidents go to or something. Yeah. I'd want it to be like a thousand dollars to get in the door just so that I know that it's clean ish. That makes sense. Because <laughs> it I just have, seems gross. <laughs> I have been to one. Love you. Um, in Colleen. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fun. Um, on purpose? Like, <laughs> I kind of was in the car that was driven to the strip club and I was like, I'm here now. What the, what do I do? Um, we had been uh, drinking with a couple of friends of ours and one of them contacted his wife and was like, hey, like, I want to have a night out on the town just kind of spontaneously. Is that cool? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. Your budget is $500. Um, nice budget. <laughs> And so he was like, okay, well, we're going to do this and this and this. And so he took um, me and Tim and another couple that we knew uh, like around and just treated us to a bunch of different stuff. And then all of a sudden he was like, we're going to strip club next. And I was like, oh, I've never been. Okay. So um, went and uh, they were really nice. It was just very, very dirty because it was clean and not a wonderful place. I think it's actually closed now. Um, and, uh, it, the funniest part to me was, uh, Tim was intoxicated and he kept looking at me with these big puppy dog eyes and he would say, I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And I'm just like, honey, you're fine. You're good. Like you, it's not like you, you're fine. He's like, but I'm so sorry. Please don't be mad at me. I mean, I feel like that's an appropriate response on both of your ends. Um, I feel like you just being like, this is weird, but it wasn't your idea. And then him just being absolutely mortified. I mean, I feel like that, honestly, like if we, if if Ian and I were in that situation um, and we didn't drive, you know, like you're just in the car that goes, I, I feel like I would also just kind of be in that it wasn't your choice to be here because it wasn't my choice to be here. But I also feel like Ian would have just been like, no, we're getting an Uber. You guys can go inside. We're not going to go inside. <laughs> yeah, we didn't We didn't have that reaction. But it was a fun experience. <laughs> I don't really care to do it again. I would go see like a friend of mine. Like, you know, I've got some friends that work at some strip clubs around here. And I would go see them to like see what they do and, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it wouldn't be for the traditional experience. Yeah. yeah yeah i got that so, anyway um okay never have i ever this is an odd one thought about what type of dog i would be oh i absolutely have thought about that what type of dog would you be or i don't understand would I, I, don't, be? I don't understand why that's odd at all first off uh second of all i would like to be it changes it changes a lot i think that i would like to be a border collie though okay uh, I feel like you would probably be like an Australian cattle dog. Really? I don't have that much energy. Um, no, no, no. Not like an Australian shepherd, but like a, a cattle dog that just runs. You do have a lot of energy, but a cattle dog that runs around and is just like the herder, the, the herder of the cats, you know? But like, that's also why I feel like I would be a border collie, but like... I might have to switch that around. Maybe I'm an Australian cattle dog and, and you're a border collie. You're a little more calculating than I am. I feel like Australian cattle dogs just kind of do 
Like they're just doers, but border collies are pretty uh they're pretty calculating in my opinion. I I'm trying to think if I was going to be a dog, there's and I just Googled it and I can't find the name of it, but I know of a dog breed that my mom used to talk about when I was little that was specific to the American Indians and it, this dog climbs trees. Oh, cool. And I feel like I would either be something like that that's like super weird and obscure and like doesn't quite fit in the dog family. Yeah, spider monkey. Yeah. Exactly. Or um, an Akita because it's yeah. a cat, even more cat-like version of a husky. Yeah. And I they can only see attach you. like one family at a time or one, one person yeah. at a time. I could see you being an Akita. I could also see you as being a Shiba because like uh, yeah, Shibas are just kind of weird. They're really They're- mouthy. That's why I was picking quiet dogs because yeah. normally I'm like in the, ca- in the corner and then if I decide to talk, I'm like raw in your face. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you, I don't know, honestly, like, I think your dogs have so much of your personality, I'd probably make you a German Shepherd. German Shepherd? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I look at those pictures and I'm just like, this is this part of Lauren's emotion and this is this part of Lauren's emotion and it's on both their faces. <laughs> they are very good little mirrors, I do have to admit. They are yeah. pretty great. Like, I have one picture that I posted on Facebook of Samson smiling with his bottom teeth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah so that picture and then sadie's just looking all regal and literally it is both sides of my personality where it's just like eh, and also like no <laughs> don't like i i am perfect don't look at me like that's basically sadie all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> what's the next so, one <laughs> um the next one is never have i ever tasted cat or dog food no, no, I have not. Um, I think the closest I got ever was like maybe trying to eat a dog treat when I was a kid. But even still, they always smelled so bad that I was just like, no, I'm good. I feel like you've eaten cat both. food and dog food. Both. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, no, I've tried both. Um, I got so bored one time we were at a neighbor's house for like dinner or something and they were really boring. And I was, I don't know, six. And the disgusting part of it was the dog had been eating out of the bowl and I just walked up and was like, I'm going to try this now. This is mine now. It was kind of wet. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's kind of wet. Thanks for Um, that. I appreciate that very much. (laughs) Oh God, here's one. I know Mm. your answer. I'm pretty sure. Um, Mm. Never have I ever fake cried to get what I want. Um... Mm. See, well, the thing is, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've ever fake cried. I think if I've ever cried, it's always been real. Um, but I have cried over really stupid things for what I want, and I know that I'm manipulating the other person. But the tears and the emotion is real, <laughs> right? Yeah. But the the response is not proportional i'll put it that way <laughs> no yeah i get what you're saying <laughs> but the tantrum is real <laughs> yeah i feel that i don't think i've done it since i was like a kid kid though but like i've definitely definitely done it what about you um i i don't know fake cry again i'm not really sure on that one because like the tears were real but as a kid i had one person um I was over at their house a lot I don't want to say who it is um and 
they didn't think that an apology was sincere unless it was accompanied by tears. Oh. So like as a kid, you get in trouble and then they would be like, well, you're not sorry for your actions unless you're showing that level of emotion. That's Which of course was extremely difficult for me. Yeah, like that's fucking weird. <laughs> um, and so uh, I got put in timeout a lot and like for hours, they would just leave me there for like two, three hours at a time and be like, you can't come out till you cry. So I would teach myself to work up tears, like almost in an acting kind of way so that yeah. I could cry so that I could get out of this. Cause like I would, I may or may not be sorry for my behavior or whatever, but like, I didn't want to just sit there and. But the know. solution to the problem was I have to cry. So I'm going to cry. Yeah, exactly. yeah no, I get that. That's fucked so. though. That's a, not that you did it, but that you, you, you had to, I guess. It, I don't know. It just, they, they did not, um, equate sincerity with monotone. Yeah. And of yeah. course I've always been pretty freaking just, bang. so I can say, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Or no, I'm not sorry. Cause as a kid, I would, I would tell you cause my mom was real adamant about like, don't say you're sorry if you're not sorry. Right. Which is ironic considering that's what I say like every other word now. I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Platitudes, like, eh. <laughs> You're half Canadian now. You've just taken over. Sorry. sorry Canada. Man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, never have I ever been kicked out of a bar. We weren't technically kicked out, but in Tennessee, we were pretty close to getting kicked out. Oh, yeah. That was the stupidest reason, too, though. Well, I mean, it was COVID. But even like, still, like, other people were following the rules a lot looser. Less, than yeah. Oh, so, I think it was just because we were loud. I don't know. I don't know. To tell the story, uh, we were hanging out at a rooftop bar in Tennessee, and um, you had to have your butt glued to the chair, or you would get a stupid. warning. Which was like stupid. glued to the chair. And it wasn't even like if you had your mask on or anything like that, you were supposed to be sitting if you weren't on your way to the bathroom. And so I was getting up and like dancing next to my chair, you know, going with the music or whatever. Lauren was doing something similar. And we kept getting warnings, warnings, warnings. And finally they said like one more and you guys are out of here. Um, and at one point I was even, it was like a tall bar stool. So I put one butt cheek on the chair and stood up on one side and they gave me a warning for that. And I was like, my butt is on my chair. Why, why is this a thing? It was so stupid. It was so stupid. And I honestly think that like they came over to you and gave you warnings. Cause I never got one. Oh, I got like four. And I, never, I wasn't, I wasn't being loud. I wasn't doing anything. I, don't I was being why. belligerent. So I was not. I was I, not. And they were just like, yeah, we're going to kick you guys out. And I was like, I think why? they were giving you the warnings for me being an asshole was probably what was happening. Maybe because I was so confused. I was like, <laughs> we're, we're tipping well. We're getting like top shelf alcohol because we were on vacation. We were treating ourselves like we were racking up a tab, whatever. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to kick you guys out. And I was like, Why? <laughs> Well, and to be fair, like me being my, my quote unquote belligerence was just me. Like I like to, I like to dance even just like by myself when I'm, when I'm feeling good and I was dancing and, and it was not okay, I guess, but it's, it's fine. Also, we had more people on that table than we were supposed to have. And that might've been part of the issue. Oh, because of the people we were talking to. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were talking to some people and they were over. So we had like a table of four with like six people, I think, or five people, six people. It was six people. So that could have been, I don't know. I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me. No, that doesn't make any sense either because there were way more people like around than just Oh, us, I know. I, it's whatever. We're boxing at this point. Anyway. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never have I ever bitten a pet. Um, again, I think I did when I was a kid or like nowadays, like it's a, it's a thing of affection. It's not really a bite, but like, I'll take my mouth and like put it over like Sadie's ear mm -hmm. and just kind of go like mum, 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 to it. Just like all gummy, just cause I think it's funny and she hates it. <laughs> but, like it's not actually biting. I mean, I, I know there are people that like legitimately it was like children bit they're animals, but I never did that. Did you? I'm trying to think. I, I don't think I did. Um, yeah. If I did, I'm sure it was warranted. I knew of someone that fit an animal. Um, I think it was either a horse or a donkey or something, and this thing wouldn't stop biting them, so they grabbed their ear and bit it back, and the, yeah. the biting problem was broken. Um, What's well, so a dominant thing? It, yeah, so if I did, it was very well provoked, but I can't think of the time. Yeah. Um, never have I ever been to a nude beach. Um, in Italy, I went to a topless one once. Oh, that's cool. But not nude. And I also didn't, I had my top on. I mean, most of the people, yeah. when you go to a nude beach or like a topless beach are the older people anyways. Like you don't see younger people chilling like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never been to one. I don't have that kind of confidence or desire. Yeah, I mean, we didn't know it was a topless Wait, beach. I oh. have been to a nude beach. Shit, Bless. I forgot. Um, no one was there because it was 50 degrees. I mean, that There's... would have been a very sharp beach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or very short. Um, <laughs> very sharp or very short. Um, yeah, Black's Beach in La Jolla, San Diego is is a nude beach. And that's, yes, I've been there a couple of times. It's just always been so cold that there's been nobody out there. And so I completely forgot. Obviously I was not nude. I wasn't even in my bathing suit. We were hiking and, um, walking through there. And it's a lot of fun to go there when it's cold because there's no one there and all the other beaches are, you know, covered up. So yeah, cool. completely forgot that. <laughs> um, never have I, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just bad. <laughs> okay. Never have I ever avoided a needy person. Oh, absolutely. I know. That's why I'm laughing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no shame. Absolutely. I'm not going to go further than that. Just absolutely. Yeah, no, same. I mean, sometimes we like to exercise patience and sometimes... Sometimes not. Moving yeah. on. Um, never have I ever regifted something given to me. No, I don't do that. Um, but there are times where like, you know, you get little itty bitty things from people that like whose love languages is just like gift giving and they find random things to get like, uh, you know, little freebies and stuff that they just give you. Mm -hmm. Um, I usually end up using them at some point, but I don't, I don't ever re-gift I've never understood that. 
Um, but I feel like my family is also one of those families where like, if we don't know exactly what to get you, then you get cash. See, so. I like that. And I know that a lot of families don't like that, but. I mean, I think it would really only matter if you're one of those people where like, you know, gift giving is your love language and it just feels disingenuine. But like, I don't think that that's something where that doesn't really exist in our family, basically. Like, that's good though. Yeah. At least not in so much as like, I need to make sure that what I get you is perfect. It just needs to be like utilitarian, I guess. Like, you can use yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I have regifted things, but not personalized gifts. Um, if somebody gave me like a Cards Against Humanity deck that I already had, I stick yeah. it in my gift drawer. My yeah. mom always had a gift drawer, and so we stick it in there. And then if it becomes like a white elephant or – sorry, Sammy is back in a cone. And I so just saw really him in the cone behind you. Shakes. Yes. <laughs> so cute. He started – he whacked his foot on my coffee table um, like a week ago, I think, and bruised it really badly and started chewing on it. Um, he's okay. We went to the vet. Everything's fine, but he has to be in a cone so he doesn't chew on it. Unfortunately, he takes after his mother and is ultra flexible and he can stick the foot in the cone, like pretzel himself. And so I'm still having to watch this boy. He's also gotten the cone off of his head twice. Um, he is talented. Extremely. Um, so yeah. Uh, anyway, gift drawer so sometimes it becomes like a white elephant or if there's an unexpected birthday that I'm going to or something like that I'm like oh hey I have this random thing that like almost anybody would like it's gender neutral it's whatever let's grab this and so yes that but not like if someone really put thought into a gift and was like this is for you yeah I don't feel like I get gifts enough to really do that it's currently basically empty so (laughs) yeah no I get it I get it yeah yeah um never have i ever created an instagram just to stalk people oh absolutely not absolutely not i can't get behind that and also like i'm just not one of those just not my thing not my thing i don't have anybody that i'm that i care enough about to do that to yeah you know i've never created a fake instagram to stalk someone um, I do have six Instagram accounts, but I've never created a fake one. I just have lots of different subjects and I don't want to put them all on my main one. So yeah, I don't know if that counts because. I don't think people- it counts unless you're utilizing it for also stalking purposes. And then in which case, I guess it's not fake, but. I can't think of anybody that I stalk on Instagram because like most people that I follow on Instagram, except for my jujitsu folks, rarely post so it's yeah. jujitsu and memes for me. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this is just funny. Um, never have I ever attempted martial arts moves while by myself. No. <laughs> You've never gone like, hi No. I mean, <laughs> I think the only time that's ever happened was maybe when I was like practicing as a kid because I did karate. Yeah. Like Taekwondo or something, but like we, no, no, that was, no, no, I'm not that person. I feel like you are, but I'm I'm not. I'm trying to think, I do like, I try to do dance moves while I'm by myself, but rarely 
martial arts moves. Also, I'm not a striker as is, as I stated earlier, <laughs> I, I don't strike things really. So yeah, <clears throat> no. Yeah, I get that. Uh, never have I ever been awake for two days or more consecutively. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, it's one of the lead-in stories for when I decided to start talking to my now husband. But uh, yeah, I've done that before. Um, don't recommend it. It's not a lot of fun. But uh, I think I've only done it like once or twice in my life. And that's why I really enjoy going to sleep at like 10 o'clock at night. And just even if I'm not asleep, just being in bed because eventually I will fall asleep. What about you? Um. <clears throat> I think I was awake for like 40 hours straight one time. I don't know if it was that counts as two days or more. Um, and it was a college thing. Uh, mm. Just couldn't, couldn't whatever. I also remember being awake for most of the time that I was in Europe during my college trip there because um, we had a jam-packed schedule. And I had a roommate that, like when you're not comfortable really with someone just because I, I didn't know her. She was a perfectly wonderful human. I just didn't know her. Um, but suddenly we were roommates and like, and then you can't you sleep. Got, you have you this random jet lag, fucking you person. Have a random person in your room. We had a jam packed schedule. And um, by the fifth day, I remember I had perfected the, I could get my body to drop down so that my Delta waves would activate. And then I would immediately come back out of it and I could have two more hours of energy. So it wasn't even like a cat nap. It was more like a long blink of just manipulating your brainwaves to kind of try and say like, I need a little more energy. So Delta, let's pop up. High beta, let's sink. And then you just go from there. Uh, so I feel like we need to capitalize on that trick and <laughs> we'll figure that out later. But thanks for sharing. It's a secret master tool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, I actually still do that sometimes when I'm really, really, really tired and I have to keep going. And I'm just like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna sink for just a minute, and then almost as soon as you feel yourself starting to fall asleep, you jerk it back the other direction and you trick your body into thinking that you've gotten a little bit of that um, relief. I guess that's impressive. That's cool <laughs> and terrifying. Eh, you know, AKA Tess. <laughs> No. <laughs> what's the next one you know uh never have i ever played hooky oh absolutely oh so many times my mom encouraged it like if, if i ever so like i was also a sickly kid mm -hmm. but like if i ever just was feeling like super overwhelmed which like my high school like career was just super overwhelming to begin with and then like I had kidney issues and I didn't realize it a lot of other things but like if there was just a day where I was just like I don't want to go to school my mom would just be like okay cool go to the cheesecake factory we'd have like a mommy daughter day Aww. just hang out yeah so we did that a lot but I mean like I did it with my mom like I didn't need to like say like oh hey I'm going to school and then not go to school like right you know so what about you I mean, you were homeschooled, I mean, I, so. Yeah, I started to say it's a little hard to play hooky. Um, I definitely would fall asleep when I was supposed to be studying. Mom would, like, send me upstairs to go do something, and I would fall asleep. Um, I mean, I feel like that's still pretty uh, innocent. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> in this real game hard. Of hooky. <laughs> it's real hard to play hooky um, when you're upstairs. Yeah, and like yeah. you live in the middle of nowhere. Where where are you gonna go? Um, but even in college, like I was almost an ultra good kid, if you will, and trying to think if I ever skipped out because my professors knew me. So if I was missing, they would literally text me and be like, are you okay? Like, did you die? <laughs> I have to be like, no, I didn't die. I just didn't want to come to class. Um, so no, I don't think I did. Well, see, Ian makes fun of me all the time because one of the classes that we actually had together uh, the semester I met him, like I hardly went to. I mean, I still got an A in the class, but like I hardly went to the class. It's also like one of those classes where like uh, attendance wasn't mandatory, like one of the classes. I didn't have a lot of those. I had a lot of classes where if you missed more than three, you'd drop a letter grade. Oh yeah. That's also because you went to a private school though. Yeah, exactly. So public college is the way to go. Hey, no, looking (laughs) back on it, I definitely wish that I'd done something different with my, with my college, but, um, yeah, no. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, we we had to be there, even if it was dumb and you didn't learn anything in class, and you could get everything from Quizlet. Because I can think of a few classes that I had to take like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, eh, that's a thing. Never have I ever thrown my phone at someone. Hmm. Never at someone, uh, your phone. but I have thrown my phone in like a fit of rage at a wall like two or three times. Did you break the phone or the wall? No, okay. no, I, I know, I know when to show restraint while also being frustrated. Yeah. So I've never broken anything wall in a fit of rage but like I also have like otter boxes on my phone like this is the first time since I was literally out of flip phones that I have not had an otter box on my phone regardless You're of brave. the type of phone um it's still supposed to be drop resistant but you know we'll see <laughs> I just I don't trust it and I know that I Especially with my left hand and all the nerve damage in my left hand. Um, they still I, have a case on it. It's just not an OtterBox. Oh, no. I, I have the big old, like, honking. Yeah, the life-proof one. Thing. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I drop it at least twice a day just on accident. Yeah. Um, the other I day mean, I if, forgot it was on the roof of my car, and I drove around the gas station, and my phone was sitting on the roof of my car. And I was like, Bless. Oh, Bless. That is, that is a move. Not a good one. Oh, but yeah. No, but it's a very test-like move. It is. Um, yeah. I think I've like chunked my phone at someone jokingly before, like mm-hmm. lobbed it, but never. Anyway, so I've lobbed it in their direction um, as a joke, but never like I'm going to yeet this at your head kind of thing. Yeet. <laughs> yeet. <laughs> no, I absolutely have straight up fucking yeeted something, but just not at, not at anybody. That's good. I'm definitely not a. things at people. Yeah, no, I don't throw, I don't throw things at people. I don't hit people. I throw pillows and hit hit pillows and and throw phones only once or twice but still like yeah the property damage isn't worth it and neither is obviously domestic violence is not acceptable so we don't yeah. we don't do that <laughs> no don't hit your friends don't um, hit your friends they're your friends friends not food or fodder <laughs> yeah fodder 
Never have I ever uh, checked my checked through my phone media to remember the night before. Um, no, but I have blacked out. Uh, and I don't know that there is any phone media of said things. And if there is, I hope it's deleted, no matter where it is. But um, no, that's. Uh, twice in my life, when, once when I was 16 and once with you, and other than that, no. (laughs) Um, I've checked through my phone to see, like, if I accidentally texted somebody the night before or something like that. Mm. No, I'm usually always cognizant enough to understand who I'm talking to. Um. I, I don't think I've ever actually done it. I just usually check to see, like, what, what was going on. There was one time I can think of that I was not cognizant enough and texted several people and found out about it later and was like, oh, whoops, sorry. <laughs> um, that can happen. Yeah. Um, but usually, nah. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Uh, this is kind of a follow-up to that one. Never have I ever done body shots. No. No. Not- Me either. No. Kind of seems not- disgusting, honestly. It's not... Uh- I feel like that's something that more guys do than girls anyways, unless like you're the one having the body shot being taken off of you. And then even still, I have never in my life been comfortable enough with my body, regardless of the size or how fit I was at the time, to think that that's something somebody would want, one, to do, or two, like that I would want to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm just very aware of the fact that most people don't wash their belly buttons on a regular basis. And- you know, Ian always has lint. He doesn't even wear cotton shirts enough. And he always has lint in his belly button. Yeah, I've heard that that's the first thing surgeons have to clean because it's literally disgusting and can contaminate the entire field. Yeah, call him out 2021. Belly button linters, figure your life out. <laughs> Seriously, like wash it in the shower, take a, a Q-tip, do something, but oh, gross, you know? Disgusting. <laughs> Um, never have I ever bought my pet a present. Oh, I absolutely have. Same. So many times. Sadie is my literal child. Um, before we got Sam, I actually had a little lovey toy for him, as well as just other, like, bitey toys. Uh, so yeah, no, they are, they are absolutely spoiled creatures. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've bought Sammy toys and I bought him like special treats or the other day I found a cat bed and I was just like, poof, I need a cat bed. So yeah. he now has a bed that's in a cardboard box because I don't know why, but it is. And he gets in there and it's really funny. That sounds so wholesome. A bed in a box. Um, I love that. I love that. Uh, never have I ever done a detox. Like a <sighs> tea detox. No, I've never had to. I have like, I I take, I was taking milk thistle, which is supposed to help detox your liver for a little bit. But like, no, I've never done like a full on juice cleanse detox thing. I've done the juice cleanse thing. I tried to do the master cleanse that did not go well. I, I died. Um, I've done the whole... Uh, don't eat, eat anything and only drink water for three days. Um, Is that a I've, thing? Yeah. Um, I did nothing but water for three days and then um, 
two days of uh, like raw food only, mm. like vegetarian raw food, um, and then went back to clean eating after that. Um, lost like 12 pounds and was able to keep eight of it off um, mm. that time, but it's not healthy. And I, <laughs> basically, if you can't sit in your bed and watch TV, it's not good because I tried to like keep up my regular workout schedule while I did that and almost oh. fainted on an elliptical. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. And that's why I don't do that stuff is because I could not do what I do at the gym if I were to do anything like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So um, never have I ever hidden some important information from the person who should know. As a child, probably. Um, but no, not not as an adult. I don't think there's anything. And I'm not dishonest enough. Like if you need to know, you need to know. And that's right. Yeah. No, I I don't think I have. Um, I've the closest I can think of is I didn't tell a person when someone that they had just stopped seeing moved on really really quickly. Like, um, yeah, but that that hurts. That, like there's yeah exactly. There's no it was more like. That. I don't know if you need to know this, but yeah. you know, so it's just like, I'm just not going to tell you. No, there's, um, no, I, I, again, I, that's a need to know thing. You don't need to know that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah. Um, never have I ever missed a flight. Um, no, even traveling for work. Um, well, I mean, if you miss a layover because the flight, I don't think that counts. I, I think this right. is like you missed your flight. No. No, I get, I have travel anxiety. So like, I'm that person where like, I get to the airport three hours early and like, mm-hmm. I got to the point where I could get to the airport just like literally 40 minutes before my flight. And then, you know, yeah. get through security super easy. But I also traveled enough that like, I had the priority status. I got to walk in front of people or I was in tiny airports at five in the morning. Like nobody's there. It just opened. So yeah. stuff like that. But no, I've, I've never missed a flight because I missed the flight. I have lost a very expensive camera on a flight before. Ooh. But I think it was actually stolen. But like either way, it's gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wherever it is, it's not with me now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm kind of the same way. I'm a little anal about traveling and you know whatever so I'm now I don't get to the airport usually more than like an hour before my flight is supposed to leave because I typically fly out of the tiny little airport here in Austin and yeah there's no reason it's not like it's not like security is that bad anyway but yeah no so um let's see never have I ever been on the tv or the radio I have been on TV twice. Oh. I have been interviewed for two news segments twice and ended up on TV. Um, what I said was completely butchered and edited, so it's not at all what I meant. And that's when I learned that the media has a narrative, and no matter what you say, they're going to spin it. Yep. Um, I learned that lesson at like 12 when I was actually spun, and I was just like, oh, cool, cool. Um. But I don't think I've ever been on the radio. Uh, I don't think I've been on either one, unless I'm just forgetting something. I know I was featured in the newspaper of my hometown lots of times. Me! Um, but we weren't large enough to have like our own TV station or anything like that. So 
Um, yes. And I also learned the narrative thing really early in church. Yep. Shockingly. Um, we had an announcement and it pertained to me. And so my mom was like, okay, well it pertains to you. So you go tell them what you want them to say. And I did, uh, and they completely butchered it. Yep. And this guy was supposed to be like an elder or deacon in our church. And, you know, little six-year-old me was like, you're supposed to be honest. Um, and I confronted him about it afterwards. And I was like, I didn't say that. And you lied. And I straight up like walked up to him and he was like, you lied. And he said, oh, well, like it sounded bad. So I wanted, I wanted to like make it sound a little better. And I was like, well, you lied. I can hate that. Yep. And immediately like all respect for that person was just whoop. Yep. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Never have I ever worn a disguise. (laughs) Uh, No. Unless you mean like, you know, I've worn costumes before, but you know, I was an actor for a bit. So like, but I've never purposefully worn a disguise. Have you, Tess? Yes, I have multiple times. (laughs) So many times I can't even like count. Secret Um, spy over here. Hey, I, I, I know what I am. I like what I am. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I've been catfishing people since I was 14. 12, 14, something like that. I honestly um, love that. I love that so much. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I just, I, I made a game of it. I was discussing this uh, with a friend of mine the other day, and I was like, yeah, you know, um, after I got my heart broken for the first time, um, I made it a point to meet as many different people on the internet as possible. And my goal was to make them tell me that they loved me, and I would ghost them immediately afterward because I, I just needed them to tell me that. And then I needed that to like break them off. And so I just got really good at it. And you are. Yes. And he was like, you're terrifying and I have to go away now. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> um, yes. So never have I ever ventured to different places alone. And what is that? I mean, I... I don't really think this applies to us, but I think I know what they're asking. I don't, I have like once or twice like gone with somebody I don't necessarily know somewhere, but again, like not, and not like as a date, but no, I don't think I've like gone anywhere alone. I was thinking of things like, going out to pubs or bars um by yourself like when you're working um oh then yeah in a different I've city done that. like that yeah that's kind of the way that i'm taking the question because i've known of people that literally cannot go to a place without by themselves a, a buddy yeah. like they have to have the buddy system yeah. and i just kind of go and figure out what's going on and establish my buddy system somewhere yeah no i mean that's i guess that's what i meant that i do like yeah find somebody somewhere but like yeah when I was working like I wasn't just gonna stay in my hotel room alone that's fucking dumb exactly yeah you kind of have to just get over that otherwise you sit there and stew in your own depression yeah exactly it's really it's really maddening <laughs> like, uh, yeah um oh I think we may have just run out of questions oh my goodness um oh. do you have any that you are thinking of that you want to bring up as a topic Oh God. 
Um, not particularly. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really good at the never have I ever game. Yeah. Some of these are, um, I, I skipped through them because never have I ever eaten catfish or never have I ever planned to quit non-vegetarian food. No, like that's, like that, those, but... that's how I play never have I ever. Oh. <laughs> or like I target somebody that I know has done something. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I, you can talk target me i don't i don't care if you i don't want to something that'll you. bring up a good I'm story I'll... no i'm not targeting you ah. no because i'm not i'm not having it redirected so oh, i'm not, well, I'm not doing it okay <laughs> you know too much i don't trust you <laughs> what <laughs> apparently you do trust me if i know too much well um it's a double-edged sword <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, here's here's the last one that I think is kind of kind of cool is never have I ever sacrificed my sleep for somebody. Oh, I absolutely have. Like me when I call you at fucking four in the morning to yeah. ask you for something. Yes, like you. <laughs> like you. Um... The last time I did that to her, um, she was you're fucking calling me for this. I was, I was like... so <laughs> mad. I was so mad. I'm still a little poopy about it, honestly. <laughs> Oh, mad and I was so not sorry. <laughs> no, you were not at all. I was um, just like, it's fine. It's gonna be the last time. Just do this for me, and then we, and then it can be done. And it was. It was yeah. the last time, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I've lost sleep a few times over people. Um, and not like even in a romantic way either. Like I know, um, when one of my best friends was having a really hard time, he got cheated on. By a girl that like you know and we were all like kids ish like this is around 20 22 like when you think that you're gonna get married for the first time and it's gonna stick forever because you're old enough to make the decision but it's not awesome um and that's not a dig on myself for when I got married but like you know he legitimately loved this girl and he thought he was gonna marry her and their relationship was incredibly toxic and then she cheated on him and um I legitimately thought that he was going to just off himself. So I slept on, he came to my house and lived, he actually lived with my parents for a while after it, but uh, he came to my house and I slept on the floor of my old bedroom while he slept in bed for like three days. Wow. And then after the third day, my mom was just like, you need to stop this. This is really weird. Like, you're not like, I don't know what's going on, but I don't like it. And I was just like, I know. (laughs) No, you don't know him the way I know him, and I know that he is not in his right mind right now, and he needs to be under constant surveillance, and then the one night that I wasn't in his room, you know what he did? He went straight over to her place. Dumb shit. Dumb shit, but that's just one story. I mean, I'm... I don't ever really sleep anyways, you know? It's one of those things where I stay in bed, but, like, I'll wake up and look at my phone or people will constantly talk to me but like you know when Ian's overseas like I lose sleep over him or talking to him and uh yeah but I've never done the whole like I'm gonna wait like I'm gonna stay up until 3 a.m. just texting this person that I think is like really really cute or whatever like I've I've never done that I mean I've done that I did that uh with Tim actually so oh well, because when, when we met, he was overseas, so our schedules yeah. were flipped. Yeah. And so we both kind of um, tried to lose sleep over, you know, conversation and stuff like that. So definitely done that. Um, definitely, you know, in, especially in college, being an RA, um, 
I would have yeah. people call me at all hours of the night crying or needing to get in the building after they'd drunk too much or whatever. And it was just like, I know that this is against campus rules, but like, if you made it back safe and your card's not working, you can call me because I want you to get in bed. Like, I want you to be okay. I'm not going to yeah, just I mean, turn you in for being. Or this. have you yeah. sleep outside and actually get hurt. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, no, we're, we're not, we're not going to do that. If you, but I was real clear. I was like, if this is not fucking life or death, do not wake me up. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the times that it happened, it would be like, Hey, I'm intoxicated and I can't get back in. Or my roommate just beat the shit out of me. Oh God. Um, could you please help me? Oh no. I had a girl literally come to me one time and she was like, my roommate just beat the crap out of me. I need help. And I was like, Oh, that's Jeez. new. Yeah, okay. That's fucking terrifying is what that is. All right. We're doing this now. Cool. <laughs> this is new and I don't uh, like it. No. <laughs> Sorry. It's just, there was a whole other thing behind that too, but it was just like, all right. Uh, mm. um, also that girl had the most piercings in one ear that I'd ever seen. And so the entire time that she was, um, telling me this story and like crying and sobbing about how her roommate had just slammed her head like into the pavement. I'm trying to count the number of piercings in her ear because I was fascinated by how many she had in there. You are a savage. <laughs> you are just good God. What? I was there for her. I didn't like say that at the time. This is true. Also, I love that you're turning literally cherry red right now. <laughs> I know that that one's actually really bad. I'm actually kind of embarrassed. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you're literally an apple right now. You are so red. <laughs> That's kind of funny because I almost never blush. All right, we got tested blush out of this episode. This is pretty cool. <laughs> honestly like i feel like yeah. this is 27 episodes in and everything we've ever said you've never blushed before this nope. is this is the first well okay so like her roommate grabbed her by her hair and pulled her down and like popped her face Jeez. and we had to call the cops we had to do like there was a lot of stuff and i had to deal with her first and then i had to go back upstairs and deal with the one that actually did the punching and the hair pulling and instead of being like, oh my God, this is such a big deal. I'm sitting there counting things in her ear. Like, I know that that is really, really bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really funny. <laughs> Sorry. Anywho. I appreciate that you're embarrassed about it, though. It's really cute. <laughs> Of all the things I've ever done to somebody, even though I didn't actually do it to her, it was just going on in my head. I kind of feel bad for that one. I'm I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for coming. <laughs> proud to of me for feeling bad. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Thanks, babe. <laughs> well, on that note, since Tess turned into a cherry slash apple, um, also apparently I say goat like a like a northerner. Goat, yeah. Goat. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> um, on that note, thank you guys for listening to this little midweek short release uh, episode of Mind Over Millennial. Um, we love you guys very much. We appreciate your shout outs, your comments, your feedback. We take episode requests. Please let us know so that, you know, we don't just do continuous adulting is emotional because apparently that's when we run short on topics. <laughs> 
Hey, it works. It works. Yeah, okay. you know, it does work. It's fun. Um, and if you enjoyed uh, this special segment, please let us know so that we can kind of come up with another game to play at some point. Uh, another Tess and Lauren without the characters kind of episode. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram at Mind Over Millennial Podcast. You can also shoot us an email at mindovermillennialpodcast at gmail.com. Lauren has an Instagram at that millennial Lauren. And I have an Instagram at and my name is Tess. Um, we love you guys very much. Thank you so much to our beautiful human unicorns. And we will see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Bye. Mind Over Millennial Music by Zach Era and Gabriel Ramos. We are funded mainly by ourselves, but we're not too proud to ask for support. Feel free to drop us a line to learn how you can keep learning from our mistakes and Google sources, of course.